Dear enemy, today is no no not November, I'm sorry. September the second, twenty twenty three, at ten oh two AM Eastern time. So if we pick off from last night, pick up from last night, I was and still am a hot mess. You know, after I got over disappointing myself, being hard on myself, doubting my decisions, and just accepting that my afflictions keep putting me in these situations. So, I woke up this morning. God gave me the grace to wake up this morning. I prayed. I read my Ephesians 6 through 20 to put on my full armor, as I try to do every day. I'm not perfect, but I try to do it every day. And yesterday, I didn't do it because I woke up late. I had to log into work. Everything was just boom, 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 boom. I had to go to my eviction hearing. Like, everything was like, and in the midst of it, I'm sitting here praying to God. But I didn't even give God the time that he deserves. You know, God deserves to be first. I don't care how late I am. I don't care what's going on. I need to start taking the time out to put God first, to put my full armor on, and to say, God, I'm ready. Your humble servant is listening. Tell me what you want me to do next, Lord. And God told me this morning that This is the last time. This is the last time I'm going to have these financial hardships. This is the last time I'm going to um, choose the type of men based off my afflictions. You know, this is just this is just the last chapter of your afflictions controlling you is what God is telling me God is telling me he's writing a new book a new whole new brand chapter brand new chapter and since I now realize and I'm obeying and listening to him and the Holy Spirit and Jesus the Holy Trinity and I I now recognize why I've been staying in this same merry-go-round of financial issues, lack, poverty, toxicity in my relationships, choosing men. You know, it. now I know that my afflictions have been controlling my decisions because I know the promises that God has for me. And I get so excited that I think, like, the promises are going to happen, like, the next day, the next week, the next month. And then three months later, I'm disappointed because I'm like, well, dang, God said this is going to happen. And then you know what? It it taps into my abandonment issues. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not about to be out here in the cold. I'm not about to let, uh uh-uh. You know, I felt like. God had abandoned me 
just like my father did. So I had to take matters into my own hand. But really and truly, that was the enemy tricking me into submitting to my afflictions. And it took me three failed relationships and four kids later and being evicted from my apartment and having my van repoed to reach a breaking point. And my breaking point was enough was enough. And I cried and prayed to God to tell me what is going on. What am I doing wrong? What is up? Like, this is not my life. This is not what you promised me. You know? And God was like, of of course not. This is not what I promised you. I know what I promised you. I'm a faithful God. I never lie. But you lack patience. You lack patience, worship. And... In order to get on my level, in order to get in my kingdom, I need you to work on your patience. I need you to wait for me. That's where that faith come in at. I need you to give me that mustard seed of faith, Portia. And after our little talk, God reminded me, you was once here before, Portia. Three years ago, I was renting a house right before, right when COVID hit. And me and the landlord had a disagreement. She didn't like how I responded to her. I guess I was standing up for myself. And then I shut the door in her face. So she came back the next day with a um, 30-day eviction notice. Because that's her house I was renting. And since I guess she didn't like how I stood up for myself. Or, you know, at the time, I probably could have said things differently. I probably could have not closed the door in her face. But she didn't like that. So at the time, it was just me and the, my three kids. So once again, me and my three kids had was homeless. Got to find somewhere. And... That's when I found this current apartment that I'm being evicted from. And God made it so that I didn't even have to put down a deposit. I had half off my first month's rent. And I moved in with like $500 to a three-bedroom, two-bath. And God said, you've been here before. Did I lead you astray then? You've been here before, Portia. Maybe this time I'm really testing you. I'm testing you to see if I can trust you with this next level of blessings that I'm about to give to you. I'm sorry, I didn't even plan to say that that's nothing but the Holy Spirit (laughs) maybe it's just a test (laughs) maybe it's just a test because you've been here before and I did not forsake you 
So, since I've been here before, I'm not quite sure, you know, why I'm going through this again. Actually, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Thank you, Lord. Just as soon as I said it, he delivered it. Once again, my afflictions. Because when I first moved here, I'm not saying that I regret my baby. I love her. But when I first moved here, it was just me and my three kids. And once again, my afflictions led me to, you know, have a baby at 37 years old. And at the time, my youngest was seven. (laughs) So I started completely over. And to be honest, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to be a, a mother the fourth time because that's when I was able to trust God enough to put a name or to put a face to what it is that I was really dealing with in life. So my depression and my anxiety that I didn't even know I had until I was diagnosed with postpartum depression. I didn't even know I suffered from mental health issues until I had like two panic attacks in one weekend and all I did was cry and it was so dark. I didn't like the way I felt. It just felt dark. And I felt mean. And I felt bitter. And I felt hateful. And I didn't like it. It was a feeling that I knew did not belong to me. I didn't like it. It was a dirty feeling. It didn't feel good at all. And then I helped, I kept hearing God say, go to the doctor and tell the doctor what's going on. So I did, and, you know, I got medication, and I'm working on myself, mental health. And so now, once again, I'm going through, this time, being homeless with four kids. I refuse to go back to my mother's house because that's going backwards. I don't want to go backwards. I want to go forward. And I feel like God is telling me, no, don't go backwards because that's where your afflictions are. Don't go back to your afflictions. You know, if you move in your mother's house like you did with all the other kids when you went through this and your afflictions led you back, you know your mental health is going to suffer because you know the relationship that you and your mother have. You don't want that. You've came too far. you worked too hard on your mental health. Do not go back to your afflictions. So I'm not going back to my afflictions. Um, Ariel's father did offer to let us stay at his house. He has a two-bedroom, two two-bath. And he said he will move all his stuff out so me and the kids can stay at his place until I get on my feet. However, that's an option, and I still have that option. I'm not, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not, uh, what should I say? 
I'm not just taking that off the table, at, you know, altogether. That's still an option. But I don't know. Once again, I feel like God is telling me that's like a, a, a different direction to going back to your afflictions. You know, that's a tricky, you know, when you, you at the stop, you at a fork in the road, and you don't know if to go left or right. You know, that's a tricky. So I'm like, okay, all right, God, I'm I'm just going to trust you. I've been here before. And I guess I had to get to the point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I had to surrender to what was going on in my life. Surrender to the power of God. Surrender that to, to the fact that it was happening for me and not to me. I know having a fourth child broke a generational curse that's attached to my mother. I know that. I know that deep down in my heart. But so often I get so afflicted by my current situation and what God has promised me. That's where I get afflicted at. That's where I need to work on patience. I need to work on putting God first. I need to work on taking my direction and my orders from God and not myself. Because I'm not kind to myself. I'm very hard on myself, as you guys can see or hear what I said yesterday, last night. I'm very hard on myself. I don't put myself first. You know, and I can't depend on myself to make decisions. Because I'm always, as long as I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, I'm always going to make a decision based on my affliction. And I don't want that anymore. So as hard as it is to let go of control, as hard as it is to let God drive and I sit in the passenger seat, because for so long, I had to take control. For so long, my whole life, I had to take control. And I'm burnt out. I'm tired. And the hardest thing for someone who is used to Taking control of a situation is allowing something else, someone else, another being to take control. And you've never, you don't see this being, you don't, you don't, you don't, it's very difficult for me, and I'm going to be all the way real, to surrender to God because I'm so used to being in a position where taking control has become what I do. I just take control. And I, I make it all better. And I, I try to fix it and try to make it all better. And what I've created is a type of a system where, you know, if... Portia gonna do it. Portia got it. Or my family called me by my middle name. Cherie got it. Cherie gonna do it. Cherie gonna do that. Cherie gonna do this. Portia gonna do that. And that's because yes, I I was there. I I 
whatever anybody needed that I cared about, even if I didn't care about you. But it's time for me to go hard for myself. You know, and in order for me to go hard for myself, I need to surrender to God. How am I talking about something that I haven't even done yet? One of my hashtags is surrender to the power, to the greater power. (laughs) Hashtag surrender to the greater power. (laughs) Okay, and I'm not even standing on that. But actually, the way God is showing me, God is showing me that it's meant for me to go through these steps and these levels and, and include everybody. Because God, just like God promised me, He has a plan. And, and He has a plan. I don't know what the plan is, but I'm sharing my real, raw, authentic life. You know? <sighs> Y'all, I just, it's so hard to surrender. It's so hard. Especially when you're a fighter. I'm a warrior. I take charge. I take charge. Surrender for what? For what? (laughs) But that's okay. That was my ego, my pride. And once I got out of my own way... The better thing for me to do, the best thing for me to do, is surrender to God. Surrender. Because God's thinking is higher than mine's. The Holy Spirit thinking is higher than mine's. Jesus has already overcame this world. He is my navigational system. He is my light in this dark, dark, cruel world. Because I can't see where I'm going in this world. I'm made to believe that what I'm seeing right now is what I have control over. But I don't. Apparently I have no control. So once I tap more into putting the Heavenly Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit first, I'm able to navigate my life better more efficiently more expeditiously it's starting to make sense before when I was doing it myself navigating my own path nothing made sense to me nothing nothing now little by little I'm allowing God to do what he gotta do I'm stepping back and Things are starting to make sense. Things are starting to get easier. God is trying to lift my burdens. Because my affliction, I had so many burdens because of my affliction. So, now God is showing me, hey, you know, surrender to me. I take away your pain. I don't add to the pain. (laughs) God said, I'm your peace. 
So enemy, I'm sure the only reason that you're attacking me and that God is allowing you to attack me is because you know that I have a great destiny ahead of me. And my afflictions and taking things into my own hands blocks what God is trying to do for me and make the and just make it more accessible for you enemy to to take control by my afflictions and I know that that you enemy you only come to steal kill and destroy so you wouldn't come to me to steal my rightful destiny unless you knew that I have the ability to be much much greater than what I am now so really and truly you are afraid of me you are afraid of what I will become you are afraid of what God has for me you are afraid of me finding out who I, who who God really created me to be because just like God has a book of life the enemy has a book of life because he want to be like God so bad you know so I'm sure my name is in that book of life and my name is one of the chosen ones where, where God has a great destiny for and the enemy has probably already foreseen what is to come what the things that God has for me the glory that God is going to work through me and the enemy is doing everything in his power to try to stop that to distract me to get me off course and God is letting the enemy test me this one final time y'all I keep hearing it in my soul I feel it God said this one last time this one last time my child this one last time. This one last time. And I'm not saying God is not going to let the enemy test me no more. But what I'm saying is. Enemy. God has a whole new chapter. A whole new book. My book of life. And God has the power to add. Another chapter to that book. A different chapter to that book. And that's what he's doing enemy. I am aware of my afflictions. I am aware of how I unwillingly surrender to your authority. You tricked me into surrendering to you. With God, there's no tricks. Those tricks add burdens and more pain to my life. With God, there's no... He don't add. He take away. He take away the pain. And he replace it with abundance. He replaced it with a double portion. You enemy, you just take, 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 take and take. (laughs) You want me to wither away and die. But I refuse. (coughs) I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. So with that being said, this is yet just another test that I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass this test. And my next place might not be exactly what I want it to be. But it's exactly what I need it to be. 
in that moment for this season that God is trying to make me help me see he's he's not even trying to make me see he's trying to encourage me to see it (laughs) I'm trying to lighten your load but you're not thinking in that way Portia I'm trying to lighten your load I'm sorry God I repent please forgive me please forgive me for I am afflicted please forgive me God please so sorry that I take matters into my own hand all the time. I'm so sorry. I repent. I repent. I surrender to you, God. I surrender to you. I take orders from you. You are in the driver's seat. Now, I know I may not feel like this every day that I wake up. And I'm going to repent for that, God. But every day, I'm, I'm, every day that you bless me with the ability to wake up, I'm going to offer you just a mustard seed of faith because that's all you need. I appreciate you, God, and I love you with all my heart. And I'm so sorry that my afflictions, that I'll allow my afflictions to Turn me from you. I'm so sorry. But you never turned from me. You patiently waited for me. And when I came, you forgave me. I have to work on being patient for you, Lord. And I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I repent 